0: recording started
1: <laughs> Ah, tovarish, come. Come. Join me here. Thank you. Что? Ah, isla. I I turn down. Tell me, Marshal Deputy, do you know Jilligan's Island? Of course. I remember seeing quite a few episodes when I was young. Excellent. Most of the younger smarty pants here at Station have not seen him. Uh, this makes me sad. Well, it is an old show. I only wish uh, back in my home, Vandaria, I could have watched with my Baba, uh, Brother? Grandmother. Ah. Oh, she would have loved story, understory, because he's very Russian. (laughs) Story? Understory? Duh. Like uh, Peter and Wolf, like like War and Peace, like Watership's Downs. All stories with understories. The the, the meaning deep in plot, not what the words say. Just like Gilligan. Ah, uh, that's the first time I've ever heard *War and Peace* compared to *Gilligan's Island*. Okay, Mikkel will take you to schoolhouse, Doverish. What is plot of Shaw? Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a faithful trip. It's all in the theme song. Yet, 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 those are words to song, not not meaning. They tell you who people are. Tell you they find themselves together on same ship in life. The weather is getting rough, the ship is being lost. It is a metaphor of their lives. They are in great storm of life, tossed around and suffering. I don't know about that, Mikhail. They land on island. It's, it's beautiful, eh? Tropical beach, warm breeze, cool water. They have found paradise. They were stranded, marooned. They had whole island to themselves. No competition, no people telling them when to work, eh? when to clean, no? When to fight other nation. They could do what they want to do. Then why are they trying to get off the island every episode? Ah-ha! is story, understory, and also tragedy at same times. They have what all peoples want Paradise They do not see in their own minds They want off paradise And back to miserable life They had before Because they think usual Is being unhappy It is actually Very Russian How could they ever be happy there? <sighs> you are killing me softly Okay uh, the Professor Was a teacher that? Huh? This, this is what he loved. He teaches people every day on island. A bourgeoisie married couple never have to go to shareholders meeting. They worry about stocks. They can retire together in love. Actress is only actress on entire island. Can perform with no competition. Marianne is a farm girl. I am from farm life. We want to grow, to cook, to feed peoples. She make coconut pies all the time. Gilligan, who is a young Navy's man, wants to learn about life. He gets best education on this island. Skipper, who is a captain of boat. is now captain of entire island. Hmm. I never thought of it that way. He's not just Gilligan is all old U.S. TV sitcoms. All have story under story. It is best American gift to world. All of them? Da. Um, he witched. Society tell you who you want to be. Uh, Do not listen. You be the best you, you want to be. Do not hide who you are. Proud, witch, or otherwise. Happy days. Problems are part of being young. Learn how to solve yourself. Without help of leather jacket Marlon Brando man, a hey. Ah, uh, Brady Bunch? Ah, uh, family can be made. Not just born into. Just as strong. Sometimes stronger. I give up. You win. Learn from Mikhail's lesson, Tovarish. There is a story on surface. Then there is also story, under story. What are you telling me here, Mikkel? Join me here each week, Toverish. You are sure to get the smiles. Have fun, Mikkel.
0: Recording stopped.
1: Arrived the summer season before the cold front came through, causing the temperatures to plummet. Hot cocoa and cozy fireplace time, friends. <sighs> Dr. Hunt. Call me Chief Meteorologist, Topper. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Doctor, how well did you know Dr. Rodney? We were colleagues here at the Amison Scott Research Center, high atop the 10,000 altitude range. We co-anchored with one another several times a week, always unpredictable system. So not friends? Not at all, just co-hosts. I'm getting that you didn't care for him. Hmm. As I can tell you, oh man, there were not many people in the South Pole Station viewing area who did appreciate him. It was killing our ratings. Were there any disagreements between you and him? As I first came onto the station, there was a significant elevation in his barometric pressure, indicating his dislike for my style of science. As our research assistants and support staff arrived, it only got worse. Uh, how so? The ARO Weather Team are the South Pole's best environmental climate and weather scientists in the viewing area comprised of many a young co-ed students eager to further their education and learn about warm fronts with Chief Meteorologist Topper Hunt. I am seriously having the water (sighs) test. So he was jealous about how many attractive young ladies worked with you. Very accurate. But he should have been jealous of all the attractive young dudes. Arctic 10s all day long. Mm -mm -mm. What? And I'm hesitant to even ask is an Arctic 10. If back in the States, main studio, you are a four down here in the weather center, you'd be an Arctic eight. A five back home is an Arctic 10 down here. And that's why. Okay. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Can you tell me where you were the night of Dr. Rodney's murder? After our broadcast day, we hurry back to my berth and play. Sorry, doctor, you said we. Who is We. Please. Rick Mulligan, my grad student. Rick Mulligan. All right. Now, if you and Mr. Mulligan were intimate, please just save that. No weather euphemisms. Well, not for lack of trying. I did want to expand the heat index and build a pressure front with Rick. He is hot as a scorcher. We just played cards until dinner at seven. I was getting nothing but a winnery mix from him. Cards. Okay. Egyptian rat screw. And from 1900... To midnight, had dinner in the galley to refuel and build up strength, at 9.30 retired for the night and enjoyed some drinks, and the rest of the evening with my other grad student, ARO's own Autumn Robinson. And Miss Robinson can confirm, you were together the whole night. Miss Robinson, the guy next door, the person across the hall, they'll tell you they heard us. Okay, we're good. No more questions. Oh, it was a wet autumn evening, humidity was high in my berth. No. nope. You can go. Don't need the tails. Good day, Doctor. (laughs) Diane, water testing kits. How soon can you get them here? (whistles) Deputy Marshal
2: Marlowe. Uh,
1: Hey, Charlie
2: crime division ran the email address you sent It took them some digging in time but they finally found several hits connected to an IP address, 223.165.66.152. they said they tried to use the masking system for real amateur
1: hour stuff. Could they get me a location when the address was used? Charlie, just come on, huh? Hold on to your skivvies. Binder
0: clip 2071945 at
2: Millwork Solutions has only ever been used from Wellington, New Zealand. Embassy of the People's Republic of China. Whoa. you're damned right, whoa. Whatever your dead egghead was doing sounds like it may have been espionage.
1: Well, hold on, Charlie. That makes no sense. The Antarctic Treaty says all nations will freely share their scientific data. All China would have to do would be to ask for it. Come on, Bass.
2: Some treaties also say we won't spy on our allies. Some say we won't weaponize outer space. Don't tell me you're still that wet behind the ears, Rook, I started mentoring all those years ago.
1: Point taken have the techies on this end monitoring any outgoing communications and ensuring anything with the file name or the same appropriate size
2: gets flagged and blocked. Any idea what that file name means?
1: Not yet. I'm supposed to meet with the station's lead scientist later today to ask. He may know more about its meaning.
2: I hear they have a greenhouse down there. Doing any gardening?
1: Yeah... People running and gave me a little section to tend. I planted a few peppers and vegetables. You'd be surprised at the vegetables down here. Down here, that advice you gave me one time to focus on the vegetables really helped. It's keeping the weeds away. You know who has a green thumb and could help with your pest problem, Charlie? Diane. She's sending me some books on gardening.
2: It's probably best not to concern Diane with this. Don't you think, Bass? That girl needs to rest and not worry about the gardens.
1: Right as usual, Charlie. I'll let you know how the vegetables are doing the next time we chat.
2: Okay, then. Stay safe down there, boy.
1: U.S. Deputy Marshal Bassmallow reporting. uh, October 21st, 2021. um, 10.30 hours. So you're probably asking, Diane, why am I sending this specific file encrypted? I just dropped off the phone with Charlie half an hour ago. He couldn't come right out and say it, but uh, he told me he thinks we're being monitored. Suspects it's the DIA who has him under surveillance. And I can only assume defense intelligence have him bugged based on some of the questions I've been asking. It doesn't take one of these rocket scientists to figure out DIA must be in bed with Bolo on something. Something they want to keep quiet and not brought to attention. Hmm. So, to review, we have alternate realities, over scientist, an alleged demon, what may be the world's most insightful janitor, and a dead scientist who was killed for something involving Chinese espionage. <laughs> it sounds like some lame spy drama or uh, internet podcast, and I'm the one who's going to solve it. All right. I'm off to DSL lab now. Uh, The station's head scientist, Dr. Carl Jovac, has agreed to meet with me and to look over the file name and hopefully explain what we may be looking for. It was suggested that I show the name to Wainwright, but uh, I'll be honest with you, Diane, I don't trust him. I don't trust that were he to recognize what it is that he would tell me. Nope. I think I'll stick with Jovac. Plus as he was the one to discover the body it'll be good to see his reaction when I show him the paper see what his response may be if I happen to see anybody else while the Dark Sector Lab that'll be a bonus Uh, after speaking with Dr. Jovek I'm scheduled to interview Joshua Nichols, 25 one of two doctoral students who was assigned to study under Dr. Rodney for two years huh Those two students caught it pretty bad from Rodney based on station rumors and other interviewees.
0: Recording started.
1: Dr. Jovac here?
2: Uh, try upstairs. I think he's, uh, in the Amanda control room.
1: Thank you. Uh, Dr. Jovac. Ah, Deputy Marshal. More questions for me after our interview? Talking. In a manner of speaking, yes, doctor. I found a reference during my investigation that doesn't make sense to me or to others I've questioned. I was hoping you wouldn't mind looking. Ah, uh, of course. Deputy Marshal, what, what do you have? I need some paperwork to get back. This is what we found. Now, I believe the up pointy arrow thingy is some kind of code. Well, I can tell you right now if this is what I think it is, it would be simply revolutionary. No one's seen this before. Can you explain it, Doctor? Oh, uh-huh. ah, yeah, certain, certainly, yes, this this, first symbol you circled and footnoted, drew arrows near, it's not an upside, no, no, it is the Greek letter lambda, and C-D-M after that, that stands for cold dark matter, way off in space and we can't see it, ah, uh-huh. best is, uh, um, it, it's known as the standard model of the Big Bang cosmology, not the show. It's a simplistic uh, model that lays out several universe properties, the uh, shape and presence of a cosmic microwave, not the, not the stoke How the universe's speed is accelerated, measured from light in far-off galaxy clusters. How the known universe is smack full of common elements, namely hydrogen, lithium, helium, and so on. Finally, uh, the massive scale structure of how galaxies are laid out in the cosmos. I followed some of that. So in layman's terms, it helps explain the Big Bang? Uh, you, you could say that. It's one of several models in that regard, and it's about it that way. And uh, now the, the MSP salt. Well, this, is the, this is the intriguing part. The MSP is Missing Satellite problem. Please go on. Uh, uh, of, co- of course. And uh, now, when we try to model the Big Bang and simulations, we see several small galaxies which are satellites and should, in theory, in theory, mind you, orbit the other large galaxies. We have in, in what we call the Local Group. It is comprised by several galaxies: us, Milky Way, not the candy bar, Andromeda, uh, Triangulum, and others. Now, each of these large galaxies and the number of their dwarf galaxies should follow the models we have, which they do. They do, uh, with one exception. Nobody can understand. No, no one. Why the Milky Way has such a small number of dwarf satellites when the model says we should have lots? And one potential explanation is due to cold dark matter. I see. Very good, Marshall. <laughs> While only theoretical at this point, well, dark matter is still only theoretical, technically. Uh, one theory holds the satellites we can't detect are there. They just lack a sufficient quantity of gas to form stars in the sky. Uh, another theory says they had sufficient gases at one point in history, long ago, uh, but have been eradicated by dark matter slowly over time. So, f- f- finding this file would be of significant value in scientific advancement, if whoever wrote it has indeed solved the missing satellite problem. It, it's a big problem. It, it, that in itself is, is, is quite an achievement. It's an accomplishment. Uh, uh, the fact that they may have solved both MSP and in doing so proved the existence of dark matter. They'd be referenced with the science greats of all time. Our has got a lay That's Hawking. Ho- ho- Thank you, Doctor. You see why, finding this file would be of the utmost importance, even posthumously. If, if this was Mark's discovery, and then Mark's discovery, he, he, Mark, should get the honors. We're doing our best. Now, if, if you excuse me, Marshal, I need to get back to my research. Absolutely. I don't mean to keep you... Thank you for shedding light on this, Doctor.
2: Jotun. Jotun. Jotun.
0: Bass! You're, you're here.
1: Hi, Doc. Hello, Kendra.
0: I didn't know that you would be coming by.
1: Oh, it wasn't planned. I needed to ask Dr. Jovac to clarify something for the investigation.
2: You don't. You
1: don't. You not If didn't. you don't mind me asking.
0: Well, that, that's a side experiment. Uh, one of the new researchers set it up last week. It's silly. You wouldn't be interested. Try me. She thinks um, one of the signals scanned from the region of Messier 87 galaxy, well, that it has a translatable pattern.
1: I'd be lying if I said I fully understood.
0: With microwave telescopes, we can scan parts of the galaxy looking for high high energy signals. You can image these signals as a part of your data. The new scientist, um, Dr. Patani, wrote a program to... To translate incoming telemetry from M87 into English?
1: A signal from another galaxy is talking.
0: I know. I just... I know what it's like, what people might... What they might think. I didn't want to upset her.
1: Are these the words it's translated?
0: If... Yeah, I guess. Uh, If her theory is correct, I suppose. Random words flash up on the screen. That line as it moves across shows the percent, the percent confidence level in her translation. Anything above 90% gets translated, vocalized, and recorded. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, My my nerves are telling me to step away and go back to work. It's part of my anxiety. But this is... chatting with you? It's wonderful.
1: Feeling is mutual. I'm glad that you could be Bumpkiss. Sorry? Right here. One of the words, it translated. It was printed on October 8th. 9.22am. Bumpkiss. I I know somebody who uses... Who used that word. Recently. 9.22...
0: Her. Is everything okay?
1: Yes. Uh, no, it's um, It's probably just a coincidence. Don't fret it.
0: Oh, well, good then.
1: <laughs> oh, Oh. wow. Um, I'm going to be late. Kendra, I'd like to catch up with you more. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, no, um, I understand. It's just
1: that I have an- another interview in 20 minutes and I need to get back to the station. But, you know, I'm more or less caught in my paperwork for once. How about I grab us both some dinner from the galley, and I'll reserve the small conference room for us around
0: 1900? Um, okay. Uh, Yes. I mean, yes. I'd I'd like that. Seven o'clock.
1: Perfect. Then it's a date. taken their anger or resentment to the next level. I guess Firefighter Fred maybe? He and Dr. Rodney got into it one time. I heard uh, Rodney sucker punched him. Anybody else? Uh, no, not, not, not that I can think of. How often would you see him? During the summer season usually every other day or so. It's a lot busier then. More people to work with, projects to tend to, and various activities. In the winter, every fucking day. Obviously not fond of him understatement of the year. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. He's a royal douche canoe to everybody. Always acting smug and superior, even to some of the other doctors. Man thought the entire world owed him and we should be worshipping the ground he walked upon. So you got his attitude pointed at you, too. Are you kidding me? We got it twice as bad. We're research associates, doctoral students. He treated us like personal slaves. We being you and Jay Riley. Yeah. What would he do? Name it. He'd tell us to get to the lab at 5 a.m., 5 a.m., to help start calibration of equipment, only to show up three hours later himself. He'd tell us to get him lunch, and when we'd come back, he'd say the order was wrong. Even when we wrote down exactly what he'd said, he was overly critical he would berate us if we forgot to dot an I. That's not an exaggeration, by the way. He would literally yell at you for five minutes for not having the letter I dotted. He'd make you shovel snow outside the lab doors, even when it wasn't needed. You couldn't stand up to him? Hell no! Dr. Rodney carry, carried uh, enough weight, so a bad appraisal of you from him it would blackball you for not only significant postings, but from possibly getting grants... There's a rumor that one guy killed himself, killed himself, three years after Rodney tanked him with a bad review because he kept being rejected from one academy after the other. Hard to believe he'd give a positive appraisal to anybody the way you've described. That was his power trip. He was so well-connected, but he was also well-known. Academia knows how he treats his staff. Surviving it, it's almost a badge of honor. If you deal with all his bullshit, then he knew he couldn't give you a negative appraisal. So, he'd do the next Deucio's thing. Give no appraisal. Mm-hmm. If you yelled at him, if you stood up to him, if you swung on him, that's it. You might as well resign yourself to teach junior high science the rest of your life. So him being killed. Oh, I'll be a hundred percent honest to you, Deputy Marshal. Dr. Rodney's murder was the best thing that happened to Jay and me. I know how that sounds. It doesn't sound good. And it gives me a motive, but I don't care because of the years and years of abuse he piled on students karma was bound to catch up so he bullied you yes every week every day you disliked i fucking hated him he never stopped all winter long it was a never-ending nightmare so you murdered him what no no i didn't kill him come on josh he treated you like a bitch every day over the winter it would even be worse so what choice did you have hell i wouldn't blame you nobody would how could they? No. You're all isolated. He's got extra time now to come up with ways to bully you. It wasn't me. I know, Wainwright. He wouldn't stick up for you. Other scientists here greatly fear him. The DeWalts know they can't pop him for fear of contract termination. What chance would a research you associate can. have? So you snuck up late at night, grabbed something heavy... I didn't kill him. Hit him over the head as hard as you could and then stab him to make it all... I didn't kill him! okay Josh all right for now I'm going to choose to believe you and that you're innocent for now just two last things I need you to tell me where you were the night dr Rodney was killed oh okay hold on let me th- let me think of you. I'm me home. sorry I just, um seeing the calm down okay uh, Jay and I we uh, Jay and I left the ice cube lab at 5 530. We walked back to the station, and by 6.15, we were having dinner. I finished eating around 7. I chatted with some of the D'Walt girls, hanging out in the galley uh, until 7.45. Uh, the kitchen staff, I think, was starting to set up for some wine events. Yeah, yeah, that was a night, and it isn't my thing. Uh, Jay said he was going to go see what was going on in the B1 lounge. Uh, I went back to my berth, couldn't relax, kind of like now. Uh, So I went to the gym, stretch out um, from 8.30 to quarter till... Worked out in the gym upstairs for about an hour. Uh, Walked down to the sauna around 10, steamed for about 30 minutes. Went back to my berth and was finally able to sleep. Anybody see you after you left the galley? I know I saw Jen Flores while I was stretching was some DeWalt guy in the gym for a while. Um, He saw me on the treadmill. I don't honestly recall who it was though. Um, I was in the sauna alone, went to bed alone. Um, Look, I'm tired. Um, I've just been accused of murder. You just accused me of murder. Although I've been answering all your questions. And then, so, unless you have more for me, am I free to leave? Okay. I just need you to sign and date at the bottom of the piece of paper in the folder right here. It says I properly explained your rights to leave at any time, and everything you told me today is of your own free will. And then I can go? And then you can go. Thought he was our guy. Recording stopped.
0: Um, hi, Bass.
1: Kendra, come in, come in. Please,
0: have a seat. Thank you.
1: So, I got two different meals from the galley. Uh, I'm more than happy to eat either. So pick which sounds better to you. Tomato soup and grilled cheese or turkey club with baked potato chips.
0: I love grilled cheese and tomato soup. My parents would make it for me whenever whenever I had a rough day. My first week here, I was so nervous that I ordered this for dinner every day and rushed back to my berth.
1: Then a grilled cheese and tomato soup for the lady and the gentleman will have the turkey club. And to drink, we have water or... What a surprise. Perfectly chilled bottle of Wittner's Reserve Stock (laughs) F21H2O.
0: Oh, I'm driving, so... I'll just have dihydrogen monoxide, please.
1: Excellent choice.
0: (laughs) Sit down, please. You're embarrassing me.
1: The customer is always right. Bass! All right, all right. So, good day today.
0: You know, I, um... It was enjoyable. I mean... Most times, people... Mm, sorry, just a sec. I'm sorry. I'm not used to, to talking to people. Well, eating and talking. I haven't had to correct myself for... in a very long time.
1: No offense taken. You said pleasant day?
0: Yeah. Um, most people automatically just give me room. They understand my anxiety Especially after two years here. If they get too uncomfortably close, I'll find an excuse to go to another part of the lab. Today, I didn't have the urge to do so. No flight reflex. Phenomenal. Oh How about your day?
1: Hmm. Thought I had a major breakthrough. And a prime suspect. Turns out, I'm leaning toward it not being
0: him. Oh, no. Why is that? Can you say?
1: Not during the open investigation. Legal rules and policy. Just means I keep hitting the pavement looking for clues.
0: Bass, can... can I confess something?
1: Sounds serious. You have my full, undivided attention.
0: I... I haven't been on the date in 11 years. Not since I was 21, and that was a disaster. It was a blind date, even worse. So, please understand if I'm not the best company.
1: You're doing perfectly. I also make a confession and an observation.
0: And now you have my full undivided attention, Deputy Marshal.
1: I haven't been on a date in about the same time. I, um... Uh, I was married for several years, and, uh... Then she was... she was gone. I, uh, couldn't bring myself to ask anybody out.
0: Oh, Bass, I'm so sorry. I should never have. Oh my God! I'm no, 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 so... no, no.
1: It, it's fine. I, I made my peace with it years ago. You didn't do anything wrong. I promise you, you're fine.
0: Oh, okay. Thank you. Though I'm sorry if I dug up anything. I know.
1: And there is seriously nothing to matter. I'm not upset. Actually, quite the opposite.
0: Bass. You're going to make me blush. Um, you said there was also an observation?
1: Since you sat down, you've barely stammered. You're talking in a normal tone and not constantly lower. Call me crazy, but I'd like to almost say you were at ease? Huh.
0: (laughs) I didn't notice until you said something, but yeah. I don't have a nervous feeling in my stomach like usual.
1: I know they're plastic bottles of water, but uh, here's to baby steps.
0: To baby steps. Cheers.
1: Would you pardon me for a moment? Certainly. And how was that verified? cargo pilot run from Mawson heading to Scott, sir, picked them up from the air. They'd set up just a ways past Dome Fuji. It
2: looked like they were getting prepared. The pilot got spooked, didn't want to linger. I don't blame him.
1: Sh- should we go on lockdown? Will it be the same as last time? People. People. Most of us have been through this two, three, or more times. It happens every summer season, and we have always ended up fine in the end. Those of you who have not been through this event, just listen to those who have. You'll be just as fine. Mr. Kelly? Mr. Kelly? Dr. Wainwright- How much time do you estimate we have
0: until they get here? Weather forecasts, wind speed, however angry they are... Gosh, I'd say a week, give a day or two.
1: That gives us five days, people. Five days to get prepared, Thomas. Start organizing teams like last year. Secure and lock down any valuable medical supplies and anything else significant. I want teams to keep an eye out for their approach until all inbound and outbound flights to keep an eye out and report back. Yes, sir. You, new person... Radio McMurdo, and advise them of our status. Tell them they best start planning to hold all inbound flights and begin assembling carpenter and repair teams to help Mr. Bustamante after the dust settles. All right, people, let's get to work. Wainwright, what the hell? Ah, Deputy Marshal Bass Marlowe. Please, let us handle this and do everybody a favor... Keep this out of your little reports back to Hawaii. Handle what? Keep what out of my reports? What is heading our way? Trolls.
2: This has been 90 Degrees South. On behalf of the cast and crew, I'd like to thank you for listening. If you liked the episode and are enjoying the series, please remember to give us a like, a share, a tweet, send a raven, or review on iTunes, Audioboom, or your favorite podcast site. It helps us to get the word out and keeps the cold at bay. Until next time. This has been a BMB production.